Seton Hall pulling away from UConn, 66-51, 347 to go in the second half. Duke's got an eight-point lead over Baylor with 318 to go. Early Clippers lead 24-14 over the Mavs as well. Uh, Joel Embiid's going off, guys, just in case you're wondering. We don't even we may not even need to talk about MVP at all and just assume that it's going to be Joel Embiid. He had 39 points at the end of the third quarter for the Sixers. Yeah, 12 consecutive 2010 games. Nobody's done that since Kareem, so, man. It's going to be hard to vote for anybody else, right? If he continues to do this. Agreed. And I don't think it's I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon, man. He's going to continue to put up numbers. I said during the break, maybe Philadelphia is a sneaky pick. Uh sneaky bet to bet to win the East right now. Like you said, Tristan, you don't know that you fully trust the Celtics. I don't really fully trust the Bucks to play much defense. So, who knows, man? Maybe this is Philly's year. God. Famous last words. I was just about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't lost any of their futures. <laughs> well, so far, They've you're actually good. made me money because I had the Embiid M- uh, MVP. Well, that... Remember, I, th- I thought that was going to be a loser last year. I'll Came on at the end of the, of the year? Season. Came yeah. on at the end of last, you know, end of last year. All yeah. right, Mike Dettelier jumps on with us. WWL Radio in New Orleans. SaintsReport.com as well. The Saints-Rams tomorrow night, Thursday night football. It is tomorrow night, right? The week, the days are blending together this week. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Saints four-point dogs at L.A. And look, the Saints are certainly, Mike, in the mix for division title. They're certainly fighting for a playoff spot right now. But as you go into this game, with what you've watched recently from this Saints team, specifically the offense... Does that look like a team that we should have confidence in that could cover this game, or cover tomorrow, I was going to say this weekend, cover against the Rams tomorrow? Confidence? No. (laughs) No, I'm going to be honest. I mean, uh, I've been watching them all year long. I mean, so you don't have a lot of confidence in this team. And just when you think you're fixing to throw in the towel with them, you know, they, they win a couple games. And people say, well, here especially, well, they beat teams that aren't very good. So what? Most of the league is six and seven, seven and seven. I mean, it, it's all you know, mediocre football that we see a lot of. Other than you know, a lot of what we see in the AFC is really good football, and the Forty Nineers they are who they are. The re- the rest of these teams all kind of jumbled up, and it's when you catch them, oh, you know, when you play. I think the disappointment with the Saints this year has been you know under Dennis Allen. They could hang their hat on being a really good defensive team. You couldn't say that this year. The last couple games, they played really well on defense, gotten a lot of pressure on the quarterback. But, man, they have given up a lot of rushing yardage against teams, and um, they were not efficient in the red zone until the last couple weeks of the season. So um, do I feel confident? No. (laughs) We'll be honest. Do a, because sharp week having to travel, and uh, you will play without your starting right tackle Ryan Ramchek tomorrow. Yeah, he that's... will not play in the game. Olavi will, and so that's certainly a plus for them to have Olavi in the lineup. Um, the one prop bet I would put money on: Jimmy Graham anytime touchdown. God, it feels like it's every week now. Okay, six. He's got six passes, four of them for touchdowns. And he was inactive, a healthy scratch, for at least eight games this year, which is puzzling to me. I'm still kind of not knowing what to say about why, because it's not like their tight ends are lighting the world afire. Uh, but um, so Jimmy, um, he isn't the player he was certainly in 2012, 2013, that sort of region. 
but he is still a big target tight end. He knows how to get open in the red zone. Come on, play him more. It's the same way I feel about Taysom Hill. I know he's battling a foot and a, a hand injury, but, uh, you know, for Saints fans and for people covering him, it's perplexing why these guys have not touched the ball more this year. And that, that's been a, a major reason for why you don't have a lot of confidence in them. But, again, every time you fix in the throw the towel, they play pretty well. It's But that is, isn't that the NFL? Yep. For what, 23 to 24 teams in this league? That you see the exact same thing. It's like looking at a mirror. The, the shock in the NFC West, for me, has been how well Baker Mayfield has played in Tampa. Oh, yeah. I, I think that no one could have predicted that, that he would have played that well and done it really consistently well for a course of time. And now they got a little bit of a running game going. So, you know, for the Saints, uh, it's a must win, but it's a must win also for the Rams. If they if they can keep a heartbeat alive, playoff wise, the Rams have to win this, and for the Saints, they also have to. Yeah, Mike. Like I didn't know, uh, you know, about Derek Carr coming into the season in that offense. Um, you know, so the offense is kind of like what I expected, but the defensive side of the ball, I've been a little bit let down. How do you feel like they match up against the Rams? Because the Rams don't have a great offensive line, but they have really good wide receivers. Matthew Stafford could still make all the throws. Um, you know, do you think they're going to be able to get some pressure? Because that's how you obviously, you know, beat Matthew Stafford and the Rams. You got to get some pressure on them in this game. No question about it. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, we were doing pregame, and they had 18 quarterback sacks. 18? Good gracious. Uh, this is a team when Ryan Nielsen was running the defense, uh, they were in the high to mid 40s. Uh, but in the last couple weeks, they've got that number up to 30 now, or close to it. So they've been able to get pressure on the quarterback, which we had not seen earlier in the year. The strength of this defense is in the secondary, despite the fact Marshawn Lattimore is not playing. That's the crazy part of it. But their secondary has really played well uh, the last month of the season. And so you look at the strength of the Rams, you know, it's Matt Stafford, and they have to affect him tomorrow. That's the key to this game. Uh, last week it was slowing down Saquon Barkley as the runner and receiver, they were able to do it. Uh, this week it's putting pressure and affecting Matt Stafford and not letting him hit those throws to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua and, and those guys. And Because one of the things with McVay, he does very well, he sets up the running game with his passing attack. He flips it. You know, for most people – you know, they run the football and they set up the passing. He sets up the running game with his passing attack. And that's how Kyron Williams has been really effective. So I think they match up well in the pitch and catch part of the game. you got to stop the run, and you got to get pressure on Matt Stafford. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that, actually. So Kyron Williams has been awesome. Uh, outside of that game with Saquon Barkley, where I think he only ran for 60 yards, uh, New Orleans Saints, 26th in rush defense so far this year. It feels to me, Kyron Williams, his rushing yard number 89 and a half. And it's actually juiced, Mike, minus 122, the under. I kind of like Kyron Williams to get another 100-yard running game. Tell me I'm crazy. I would bet the under on that because I think that I really believe that they are going to make a concerted effort to slow down Kyron Williams. Uh, and, you know, going into the Giants game, the big thing was Barkley, that they, they did not want Barkley to get to 90 yards uh, rushing. Uh, 
I think he got a little over 50 yards total mm-hmm. offense yes, yes, in that so, game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part uh, it, Everything counts now. But what has really burned this Saints team? Quarterbacks running and take off with the football. And, and they played kind of a variety of guys that have just taken off and run with the football, and they've had trouble with tight ends, mm. covering the tight end. So Ram tight end, prop bet, you might want to take a look at that. This team has had some real difficulties in covering the tight end this year. What do you think this secondary does for the Saints against this uh, Rams passing attack? I know you kind of touched on Matt Stafford a little bit, but uh, we talked to Travis Rogers earlier in L.A. Just, you know, about the, the Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua dynamic that the Rams have where it feels like now they've kind of gone back to getting Cooper Cup involved first. It looks a little bit like the old Cooper Cup that we have. But then you got Puka Nakua on the other side and some of those big plays that he can get. Uh, it, it's it, that's, a, that's a tough task for even this Saints secondary. Yeah, I would uh... – <clears throat> one-on-one Paulson Adebo, who has really played well this year for the Saints. Uh, Lattimore gets a lot of ink, and deservably so. But I think Paulson Adebo has really played well. I'd hook him up against Cooper Cup. And then i try to rotate some coverage toward Puka's side of the field uh, to give him a little help on that end. Uh, <clears throat> again, though, you can't cover forever. And a big part of the Saints' problem for basically – 65% of the season has been they have gotten zero pass rush. They've gotten very little pass rush. Other than Carl Grandison, they haven't got much of a push. In the last couple of weeks, that's changed. They've got some. Listen, when Tano Passano gets three sacks in one game, <laughs> Tano's never done that in his entire career in the NFL. He gets it in one game, three. Uh, they were really teeing off, but they They've given up a lot of yardage to running quarterbacks, tight ends. All right, now, Matt Stafford is not going to be a dude that's going to take off running with it. Now, if he runs around, it's to buy time to throw it. But I think they match up pretty well in the secondary. I think the second key guy here for the Rams is, is Kyron Williams at running back. I, I, they do not want him controlling the tempo of this game. They know they have to keep this game in the 20s because if it gets into the 30s that's way out of the Saints wheelhouse yeah I, I agree I, I agree I mean I'm I'm uh, I'm cheering for you guys Mike but what I'm really cheering for is unfortunately probably going to be the Wisconsin Badgers I'm guessing LSU is going to win win the game uh, but I mean Jaden Daniels is going to sit out that's not what I want to ask you about though so Jaden Daniels you hear a lot of like Lamar Jackson comps right now and obviously you've seen a lot of Jaden what do you think about him as a pro prospect? And what do you think about him as a top 10 uh, pick in this year's draft? Do you think it happens? I think before it's all said and done, Jaden Daniels will push to be the number one player selected in the 2024 wow. draft. When it's all said and done, he's going to be one of the top three players uh, selected. Um, quarterbacks are a premium in the NFL. And the top three teams that they pick it now, not all three need quarterbacks, but I do know one thing, you can make a trade. And you're going to see teams stumbling over one another to get their hands on one of the three. Jaden Daniels, you know, I saw the development of Joe Burrow from 2018 to 2019. I left that Superdome when they beat Clemson that day, and they had reporters follow me because I grew up with Coach O, okay? And they were like, man, what a thrill it is. You know, you grew up with him, you see him, he wins a national championship. 
I was like, guys, listen, I'm thrilled for Ed, and I'm, I'm thrilled for LSU and Louisiana. Yeah. But I'll never live long enough to see a quarterback as good as Joe Burrow. Damn, I didn't even live five years, and I saw it. <laughs> you know, Jane Daniels, uh, his running skills are, are unique because, you know, I've been in doing this now for 35 years. The only two quarterbacks I've seen run the ball uh, with that type of athleticism. Now, Cam Newton was different. He was more of a power runner. Uh, I saw Michael Vick do it at Virginia Tech. He was just awesome, and I saw Lamar Jackson do it uh, at Louisville. He looks like he's gliding. I mean, it's like no effort, and he's getting the crap kicked out of him, uh, you know, at times. He got beat up. He's mentally tough. But he told me at Manning Passing Academy, he said, Coach, I'm going to tell you something. He said, you know what I really worked on? my medium to longer range throws. He said, I, I didn't trust myself uh, last year, but he said, I got a lot of trust in myself this year. And learning how to throw it differently, just putting it out there and let the guys get under it. And and he worked so hard. Brian Kelly had to chase him out of the film room. When he is going to get interviewed and test, I'm telling you, he is going to be in the conversation for the top overall pick. I don't know if he gets there. I don't know if he beats out Caleb, but uh, I don't think you ever hear his name pass three. I think it'll be he'll be the one, two, or three. It'll be that big of a difference for Jaden Daniels. Great young man, works hard, and he's got a love for the game. Really does. That is as good as it can get. And he's got a burning desire. Now, he's not a fighter like Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe could pick in a fight every day in practice. He wasn't that type of guy here. But, man, he is competitive, tough, and he had to carry two buckets of water this year because LSU's defense, that defense was downright was lousy. Yeah. Yeah, it was so bad. He's 14-1 to 1 to go number one overall. Ooh. I think it's worth a flyer. Uh, hey, hey I, I would take a shot at that because I'm telling too. you, when he is going to test and then one-on-one -on -one interviews, you are going to come away and say, wow. That guy is maybe what we're looking for here. And so I would take a shot with that. I don't think he gets to the four pick. I think somebody either will try to trade for him. If he's not the number one, trade for him at two and three. Because I, I think he's that good of a player. And he is going to scare the ever-loving hell out of every defensive coordinator that got to play up against him. Because his running skills are so unique. Yeah. For a big man. I know. I, I tell you what, I, I my commander sit four right now. I hope they move up and get him. I would love to see him in Washington. We got a roll. They got a heart out for us. Mike Dettelier, great to talk to you Thanks, as Mike. always, man. Thanks for giving us the time. All right, y'all take care. Merry Christmas. Oh, man. Jaden Daniels in Washington. I would take that. It's been MGM tonight.